right, I'm going to start, <clears throat> I'm going to say Shabbat Shalom. And Shabbat Shalom means peaceful Sabbath. And our family has been um, observing the Sabbath on Saturdays for about two years. Um, I'll probably at some point do a video about that because it has been a game changer and a life rearranger and honestly way more of a challenge than I ever expected it to be. But so Shabbat Shalom. I hope that all of you are going to have a peaceful Saturday, a peaceful day of rest in your homes. Today, what I'm going to talk about is, um, I'm going to talk about an experience that I had on our fall retreat, um, with the Cove ladies. It was my first retreat. Um, and I didn't really know what to expect, but, um, the theme was, uh, it, they did it kind of like an engagement theme. Um, and it was really beautiful the way that Brie and Casey uh, laid it out to us. They compared um, the retreat to an engagement and um, talked about how when a man prepares to propose to um, his future wife, he will create a special place. He will um, save his money. He will sacrifice and prepare to make a promise to her. And so the first part was um, going through kind of that part of it. Like God is making you a promise. And what does that promise look like in your life? And do you accept the promise that God is, is, is um, asking you right now? So I had a really hard experience on that um on that retreat i started to come under like some pretty vicious spiritual attack almost immediately like it was almost right when i got to the church to meet up with everybody the enemy started speaking into my into my mind that i was um out of place that i didn't fit that i was not worthy and so when I was faced with that question, like, will you say yes to God's promise in your life? While I sat and I prayed and I journaled, what was really happening was I was trying to convince myself that I was worthy of that promise, that he would even ever ask me. Um, so we had, you know, time to, uh, to spend with these questions, journaling, praising, you know, we listened to some worship music and the whole time I was just trying to, to see how, how he would ever even, how God would ever even choose me like Kelly, like how could he pick me? Like, I know who I am. I know what I've been doing. I know the life that I've lived. Why would he want to promise me a single thing? And the enemy really used this opportunity. It was like a chink in my armor and he really used this opportunity just to attack me and attack me and attack me. And so <clears throat> what happened is as I prayed and as I meditated and as I journaled and I realized I'm trying to convince myself, I'm I'm leaning into my own understanding of this subject and what, what I've learned over and over. And I, it's one of those things I think that you should know, but 
for me, it's like, oh, I'm doing that thing again. So I was leaning on my own understanding and what I had to do was lean into God. And so I started to lean into the Holy Spirit. I started to lean into my heavenly father, my mighty comforter for the answer to this question, would he choose me? And I asked him to show me, I said, God, show me what I can't see because the enemy is telling me a whole lot of other things that don't make me think that you would choose me. And so this is what he showed me. He showed me a crowd of people, like a crowd of people, like hundreds of people, just like a line of them. And I was standing in the middle and I saw him start to approach like in the distance. And I was standing there kind of just waiting to see what would happen. And like a father to his daughter, he came directly to me. He picked me out of the whole hundreds of people. He came to me because he said, I know you. I came to you. And ladies, that is the way that he feels about each and every one of us. When the enemy tells us that we're not worthy, that we've done too much or that we've done too little, when he attacks us in all of our most sensitive places and he tries to tell us that we're not worth the promise that God is giving us, we are. And he will choose you because he knows you like a parent would choose a child. And it was so beautiful. I knew that I would share this message at some point and I never knew when I would. And honestly, I didn't expect to be so emotional about it this morning. I haven't been emotional about it. But I feel him in my heart just embracing each one of you and me. Just letting us know that it doesn't matter what the world tells us that we are. It doesn't matter what the enemy lies to us. He knows our heart. He knows our true worth. And he cho chooses us. He would choose us and does choose us every single time because he made us. He knows us. So the second part of this is in the second part of the session. So the first part of the session, we dealt with God's promise to us and saying yes to it. It was so sweet. They gave us a little bracelet that had a, the tiniest little engagement ring. It was such a beautiful um, visual reminder of how much God loves us. So that was the first part was us accepting his promise for our lives. So then we came back for a second session in the evening or the afternoon and that session was it was our promise to God so we had 
accepted God's promise for our life. And now, and I had accepted that I was worthy of it. I had accepted that he would promise to me. He gave me a beautiful visual, which is what my mind needs. And he knows that. So then we started to talk about what is our promise to God. He's offered us this promise and what are we offering him in return? And so we started to journal and write and we were listening to beautiful music and we were all together in this room that was probably too small for us, but it created like beautiful intimacy. And I started to, to make the promises to God that I would live for him, that I would choose to see myself through his eyes and not the enemies, you know, all of these things that I had been battling the whole weekend. And I closed my eyes and I was in prayer and he started to show me something else. And what he said was, or what he showed me, what I saw was the crowd of people again. So it was a big crowd of people, hundreds of people all together different kinds of people and Jesus was in the middle and I started to approach from the distance and I heard him say would you choose me how many times had I been offered that opportunity to choose him and I chose something else I chose someone else. I picked someone else first. <sighs> you guys, the conviction in that moment, the correction, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your conviction and your correction. Because I was so worried, you know, God would not pick me. But there I was, having not picked Jesus, having not gone to him first, even just earlier that day. Um, so I tell you this story because I know that a lot of you have probably felt the same things that I felt, that I feel about my worthiness. And the first thing I want you to know is, like I said, you are worthy. He does choose you. Ask him to show you. He will. But the second thing is, do you choose him? When things are hard, when things are good, do you choose him first? Because he wants to be loved by us just as much as we want to be loved by him. So as we walk in the world, We have to intentionally choose to go to him first. It's not the easiest choice a lot of times. It's not seemingly the most fun choice a lot of times. But this has to be our number one. He wants us to go to him like a child would go to their father in a crowd of people. Because we know him. In the same way, he knows us 
So I ask you, are you choosing him? Are you going to him first? In this season? In the Christmas season? In his season? Are you choosing him first? How can you choose him first? Camille. 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 Hey, I'm on a video. Can you go see daddy in the other room, please? Please? Thank you. Take Coley with you and go see daddy, okay? Sorry. So, if we go back to the vision of us, of me. Okay, so I'm standing in this crowd of people. And... Jesus starts to walk towards me and I can feel it. He's coming for me, you guys. He's going to embrace me. And he goes to the person next to me and gives them a hug first. And then he comes to me. I feel okay. I feel fine. But I don't feel so, so special like I did when he chose me, number one. So we need to give our Lord, our Father, that honor of choosing him first. In this season, I want you to think, how can I put Jesus as the Lord of my life in this specific season, in the Christmas season? When you're at a holiday or a work party, are you choosing Jesus or are you falling into the pattern of the world? If you're surrounded with your friends and your family, are you representing Jesus in the way that he would want you to? especially on his birthday. <laughs> when you're shopping and you're gift giving this season, are you doing so with Jesus at the head of your table or with Santa Claus at the head of your table? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with gift giving and I'm not saying that Santa is a bad thing, but I'm saying as Christians, as women who desire for Jesus to choose us, that we should be choosing him we should be teaching our children about him before we teach about somebody who's fake we should be teaching our children about the reason that we celebrate christmas outside of gifts and parties and christmas trees and stockings and decorations because it's so much more than that he has chosen all of us and so we collectively have to represent him. We have to choose him and we have to show his light to the world. He prepared a special place for you ladies and for me <laughs> and for her. <laughs> and so I ask you, I come to you as your sister with so much love to share this message with you in hopes that you would share it too. And I know I got all emotional this morning. I didn't expect that. But I'm just going to lean into what he has for us today. I love you, ladies. I am um, so grateful for this opportunity to speak to you. And with you. About such a big thing.
I'm so grateful for this sweet girl. Do you want to pray with me? Mm-hmm. Do you want to pray or do you want me to pray? Hello. I pray. You're going to pray? Okay, we're going to pray. Okay. Yeah, actually, you can pray. Oh, you want me to pray? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Here comes another one. Here comes another Coley. baby. Shh, Coley, we're going um, to pray. Do you want to sit with me? Okay, you're going to lay down there. Don't spill my coffee. Okay. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I ask that you give all of my sisters peace today. Hold on a second. Hold this. Come on. So sorry. It's my baby brother. <laughs> okay. We're going to be quiet for a second so mommy can pray, right? Okay. Get up here. Hi. Get up here. Okay, we're going to get back to it. Thank you, Casey, for telling us that there's no place that God would call us that our kids are not welcome because here they are. All right. Hi, Meal. Hi, Meal. Okay. You going to pray with me? Oh, I know. Okay, God, be quiet. God, be quiet. Ready? Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this chaos. I thank you, Lord, (laughs) that you kept the children back far enough that I was able to get the message that you had put on my heart this morning. And I ask you, Lord, to give peace to my sisters today on your holy day, your Sabbath. I ask you, Lord, to bless each and every one of us as we walk through the holiday season. Allow us to keep our eyes fixed on you. Thank you for choosing us, God. Thank you for loving us like the best father. And Lord, I just ask you to come into each and every one of these ladies' lives today. Hold them close, comfort them, strengthen them, and just bless their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. There's toes on the screen. (laughs) You guys, I love you so much. Um, I will see you next time. Bye.